This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. Pastor Albert Pendarvis bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned Trailblazer broadcast. Our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We want to continue our study in the First Peter, the first epistle of the Apostle Peter. And I want us to read a few verses there in chapter 2, beginning at verse uh, 13, and read on down through verse 22. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to king as supreme, or to governors as unto them that are sent by him, for the punishment of evildoers, and for the praise uh, of them that do well. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye may put a silence, put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free and not using your liberty as a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. Honor all men, love the brethren, fear God, honor the king, Sir, servants be subject to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the forward. For this is thankworthy, that if a man uh, for conscience' sake towards God endure grief, suffering wrongfully, uh, for what is the glory, if it, what, what glory is it if when you are buffeted for your faults, you shall take it patiently? But if when you do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, having uh, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Yes, my friend, that's reading there in First uh, Peter. And uh, we see here, uh, we've come to the place there where we've uh, been speaking about the, the rest of this chapter on the death, the suffering of our Lord and Savior. I want us to take a little time here and look closely at verse uh, 22. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Our Lord was a perfect, was perfect in every way, the very Son of God, yet he was born unto a virgin woman. His birth was a miracle of God. His conception was by the Holy Spirit. He was born as a man. He lived as a man, and yet he was God. What a mystery, folks, uh, won't have it, my friend. What a mystery it is. But folks won't have it that Christ was virgin born. No, they won't believe that Christ was the Son of God, and therefore they'll not come to him that they might have life. Christ lived the, uh, the sinless life. He could not sin. He had a sinless nature. Man, in his original nature and in his original status, was a sinner, created a, a, creation, a sinless creation of God. But sin entered into the heart of Adam, and all of mankind since that day has been born sinful and depraved. Many of our modernists, our modern preachers, <clears throat> teach and preach that there is some good in every man and that all we preachers have to do is to bring out that goodness, but they don't know anything uh, about their Bibles, do they? For the Scriptures tell us there is none righteous, no, not one. Now that's the plain, isn't it? Not one, no, not one. Christ said there is none good except one, and that is God. He is good, but you and I are just sinners, some lost, some saved. Let me stop here and ask you, are you... Uh, counting on your goodness to get you into heaven? Are you? Are you depending upon the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ to wash away all your sins? Have you ever taken time to read and study about our blessed Lord? The Bible is filled from front to back with the work of Christ. 
with the description of how he was born, how he lived, and especially how he died. I want to read to you a verse or two from Isaiah 53. Uh, would you just listen? You who are seeking to be saved, you who are awakened to your lost condition, would you just listen at these verses setting forth a picture of our Lord's suffering for you? He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him smicken, stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Listen now. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Yes, we'll stop there, for I believe that you and I, if we have any spiritual understanding at all, we must realize that Christ, God's Son, suffered for us, the just uh, for, the, for the unjust, yes, the righteous for the unrighteous. And my friend, Peter simply says, who did no sin. What a statement. It couldn't be, it could not be said by another living person. No one has ever lived uh, who did no sin. The Son of God and uh, only the Son of God, and then neither was guile found in his mouth. When we look at our Lord, uh, he who uh, took our place, is not your heart brought low this morning? Is not your pride broken in your heart? Is not your self-sufficiency done away with, knowing that we are dependent upon uh, another for our pardon? We're dependent upon the Lord for our cleansing, for our pardon, for our redemption. I know that man in his natural heart, uh, believes that he's self-sufficient, that he can paddle his own canoe, as it were. But I find in my daily walk here in this work, in this ministry, that I'm dependent upon my Lord from day, for everything I need. I must have his strength to go on. I wake up in the morning, I must have his grace. Uh, if not, I would uh, run to, to the world and all of his sin and say, uh, is that true? You say, is that true? Yes. You and I, like old, or like old, uh, who are saved, or we we are kept by the power of God day by day. I must have uh, His uh, words of encouragement to keep me pressing on day by day. The Lord doesn't save a sinner and then uh, throw him down, throw him out to the wolves. No, my friend, He keeps His hand upon us day by day. I wish that you would read the story of David's life. Once he was anointed king, there was never a time, never a day or a night when he was not uh, hunted down like a, like a pottage. It's Saul by Saul and others. And uh, uh, after Saul's death, there was one battle after another. Even in his old age, uh, his sons joined together to take the kingdom from him. But what did he do? He cried unto the Lord day and night. Yes, but the Lord kept him. And so he keeps you and me, my friend, if you're trusting him. Do you know anything about keeping grace of our Lord? Or do you just live from day to day hoping everything will come all right, come out all right in the end? You folks who tell me you're uh, hearing the old trailblazer broadcast, are you trusting the Lord day by day? You folks out there at our missions, are you looking to the Lord for your salvation? Is he the center and circumference of your life? Uh, have, have you been redeemed by his blood? Can you say, yes, trailblazer? One day I was lost. One day I was in my sin. I wasn't proud of it, no. One day I didn't care for the gospel, cared not for my soul, but, but the blessed Holy Spirit came to me. 
When I was dead in sin, dead spiritually, I was bankrupt, spiritually bankrupt. I had nothing to pay my sin debt with. But in, but in that condition, he took hold of my heart. Can you say that this morning? He came to me and awakened my soul. My friend, man must be awakened. That's what we preach here, an awakening ministry. Uh, the Lord has given us that uh, awakening ministry here. Sending out the message, our late pastor messages, that night after night, day after day over the week uh, on, on a, a radio station all across this land, bringing forth that awakening ministry. Sinner, are you saved? Sinner, do you know anything about the Lord? Do you know Christ? That's, that's the message, my friend. That's the awakening message. And we're not here to soothe your conscience, to uh, lead you to some little decisionism for Christ or for Jesus, as they say, and get your name on a church roll and get your money to flowing in here. No, that's not our purpose. No, my friend. Did you know one thing? When the Lord saves a sinner, he saves his pocketbook too. We don't have to beg you for money. The Lord saves you. You want your money going where the gospel is going out, where the broadcaster helped pay for the broadcast. I found that to be so. Uh, the Lord, you can't beat the Lord giving. No, you can't, my friend. And uh, like I said, we just uh, preach the gospel day after day. And uh, he came home, came to me one day, the Holy Spirit did, and wakened my soul, made me aware. That's what awakening is. Made me aware of my lost condition. This is our prayer here at Radio Mission, that the Holy Spirit would open the hearts of our folks, our families, our, our loved ones, and show them that they are lost, that they uh, have no uh, uh, foundation, my friend, yes, and that they are afar off from God. I realize that I stand here in, our, in my pulpit uh, on Sunday morning, after Sunday after Sunday, sit here at this microphone, no matter where I am, I cannot open a sinner's heart. Folks used to accuse the old trailblazer when he was pastor here of awakening sinners, and, and then they say he couldn't get them saved. No, uh, he 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 would uh, he would quickly tell you, no, sir, my my preaching never awakened a heart, a heart only the power of God. Some have uh, uh, gotten uh, gotten mad when their wives came under conviction and they'd fuss and fume and cuss the pastor, not knowing that all the while the Holy Spirit, he's the only one can awaken the heart. Surely the Lord has uh, given us the messages that are designed to open hearts to make you think about your soul. That's our purpose, my friend. The Bible says, preach the gospel. That's what we do, preach the gospel day after day, uh, sending it forth over the, over the ether waves. But the rest, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the, all of that, opening the heart, is all under the hands of the convicting work of the power of the Holy Spirit. Folks say to me, uh, why not move on and preach on the love of God? Why not feed the sheep? But as I look around, I see folks lost. They're, they're not sheep of God, no. They've never been saved. They may have some form of godliness, but in there all the while, they deny the power of God. They are uh, only, they're not seeking God. They're not seeking the Lord. So we must preach the word that men are, lo men are lost and blinded to their condition. If a man never sees himself lost, if he never takes his place as a lost sinner, he will never turn to Christ. You can be lost this morning, my friend, and not know it. But you can't be saved and not know it. No, you may not know exactly what happened. You may not can put your finger upon exactly what happened to you. But let me tell you one thing. When the Lord saves a sinner, there's a work done in that heart. That sinner's not coming back. 
No, all the old things are passed away. All things are become new. And that's what we preach here at, at the Old Trailblazer broadcast. It's our aim and desire to bring to you, thus saith the Lord, to tell you that Christ came into this world to seek and to save sinners. <clears throat> My friend, I know what we're facing. We're facing the greatest battle we ever had of all the modernism, all of the uh, things that happen now, the the, the gospel work is uh, watered down. The, the ministry is watered down as a whole. Our religious professors are warped and twisted in their mind. They're teaching our young preachers those things. But my friend, it doesn't change God's word. Uh, no, it doesn't change it. It's all. It's always the same. God's word never changes. It's always the same. Always, uh, thus saith the Lord. And that's what we intend to do here, to be faithful to God's word. He tells us to be instant, in season, out of season, to reprove and rebuke. And you know what that means? To call names. Folks who uh, get in rebellion against this work and against the Lord, the Lord lays it on our heart to call their names. We do that. The Lord take, took all the fear of man out of my heart. No, I fear no man. No, because my friend, the Bible says, fear not he who can harm the body, but but to fear those, the, him who can send the soul into hell. Now, my friend, there's a holy awe. There's a holy fear in dealing with the Lord because we're dealing with holy things. And uh, I'm telling you, some of our folks are trifling with the Lord. Some of our folks are uh, living in sin. Some of our folks are uh, messing around where they don't have any business, call themselves uh, members of this church, but they're not members of this church, my friend. Only, only those who are the Lord saves. That's the members of God's church. This is just an organization here where folks come to hear the gospel. But being a member of this church won't save you, my friend. No, sir. You better turn to the Lord before it's too late. And then remember the Old Trailblazer's address, the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to attend Fellowship Weekend, October 27th through 29th at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. Join listeners from near and far for this time of old-time preaching, dinner and lunch on the grounds, and fellowship. For information and local lodging options, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. We look forward to seeing you soon. 